Luke chapter number 22, a little more volume, Luke 22, glad to say it, you're saved tonight, say amen. amen. I want to read a couple of verses of scripture tonight, try to speak to our heart on a thought that I believe the Lord had for us to deal with this evening. I did want to mention this, school starts back tomorrow, we need to pray for all these school kids as they go back, these teachers, uh, school resource officers, and uh, pray for them as they start back in the school. I meant to mention that earlier and forgot. Let's read two verses of scripture together from Luke chapter number 22 tonight. I want to read verses number 31 and verse number 32. The Bible says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But, thank God for the buts in life, but I've prayed for thee that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Let's pray together. Father, we ask, Lord, tonight in Jesus' name that you'd touch and help during the service time. And God, I believe that you would like to speak to some hearts here tonight. I pray, God, that there would be liberty to preach. I pray that the Holy Spirit of God would speak to hearts and touch hearts in this place. And Father, for everything that you do, we'll thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to share with you tonight just a thought that the Lord has laid upon my heart about surviving Satan's sifter. Uh, We see in the verses that are before us, it's just hours prior to the crucifixion. uh, The Lord is standing there with his disciples. Uh, He has revealed that one is going to betray him. Judas has left, uh, taken the money from the high priest. He's gone to get that uh, contingent that is going to come and arrest the Lord there in the garden, and Jesus looks at Peter, and he says, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift his wheat. Now, if we'd read on tonight, we'd find that Peter very vehemently disagrees with that assessment in verse 33. Peter said unto him, Lord, I'm ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. Now, I believe that Peter meant that. I I really do. I think in Peter's heart, he thought, I'll never deny the Lord. There's no way this can be so. Uh, And I've thought about that. I was thinking about that over a couple of weeks there. And never, I I thought like I might develop a message out of it, but the Lord never really helped me to develop a message on it. But I got to thinking about why it was that Peter denied the Lord. Uh, And I got to thinking, Brother Neil, about how that when he went into the garden, uh, he took his sword and he cut the servant of the high priest's ear off, and the Lord rebuked him for it. And uh, I really believe that's why Peter ended up denying the Lord, because to be rebuked hurts. Uh, But to be rebuked for something that you think is right when you think you're doing the right thing and then get rebuked for it, boy, that really hurts. And uh, so maybe that was why Peter denied the Lord. But anyway, uh, they're here in this, uh, in this setting, and the Lord has said that Peter, the, that Satan 
is coming to sift you. And uh, it's true tonight for anybody that wants to advance with the Lord. That's what we've been preaching on, talking about over the last few services, about living our lives in such a way that we could advance, advance with the Lord. And if you are going to advance, you can mark it down. There's a sifting that will come. There's a sifting that will come. And how is it that you and I will survive it? I want us to look at this tonight and we'll delve into it and what the Lord said to Peter and how that uh, we can survive Satan's sifter. Number one, I want to point out to you tonight the accuser of the brethren. I'm just going to come down through here and mention a few things tonight. Gabe mentioned in that song how the accuser of the brethren. I'm thinking tonight about the book of Job. In Job, what is the devil? He's standing there before God accusing the brethren. Now, I'll be honest with you, Brother Kyle, I don't know exactly how all that works. Uh, that's beyond, that's above my pay grade. I, I don't understand about how heaven works exactly, uh, but somehow we know from the book of Job that Satan is there sometimes, and we know from the book of Revelation, the Bible says that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. We know that stuff to be true, but it still boggles my mind. It's hard for me to exactly understand how all that works. But we do know, Brother Billy, that the devil, one of his chief jobs is to bring up our past. That is to accuse us of past things. And so uh, we find that the reason he does that is he wants to kill our influence on other people. You see, there's nothing the devil can do about my salvation. So what he wants to do is wreck my testimony so I won't be an influence on anybody else getting saved or born again. He wants to prevent that if he can, and so he wants to wreck. So he becomes the accuser of the brethren. So let's identify tonight who it is that wants to destroy us Ultimately, it's the devil. Now, I'm going to make some statements right here, and I hope you understand what I'm about to say. There's probably very few of us that have ever come under a direct attack of Satan. Let me, say, let me tell you some things about Satan that I think we're confused about. Satan's not like God. God knows everything God is able to be everywhere at once. Satan is neither of those things. Now, does Satan know a lot? Sure, he's been around a long time. He's observed a lot of human history. No doubt he knows a lot. But Satan, the Bible said, has to make his seat somewhere. You see, Satan can only be one place at one time. Somebody, rode in, somebody walks in and says, boy, the devil's rode me all day today. And then somebody else speaks up and says, yeah, he's rode me too. Well, there ain't no way both them people's right. Because Satan's not God. He can't be everywhere. Aren't you glad for that? So what Satan has done is he has spread his influence all over the world. Now that's where, that's how come it seems like Satan's everywhere, Right? 
Seems like he's everywhere because he's worked at a world system where he has spread his influence all over the world. And so his influences are everywhere. But there is uh, times when I believe Christians can get to a certain level where they get Satan's attention. I'm thinking about those, uh, that certain skeeva of priests that tried to uh, cast out those demons there in the book of Acts. And when they went in there, and they said, we adjure you in the name of Jesus whom Paul preacheth to come out of the man. That demon came up out of that man and looked at them and said, Jesus we know and Paul we know, but who are ye? See, they had, those demons had heard of Paul. 